My Mum's podcast is recorded on Beer Pie Land. We pay respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to how to run a successful business and still have a life. I am simply Stacey Morgan. As a mum of three and owner of three successful businesses, I'm acutely aware of the juggling act that is parenthood and entrepreneurship. Join me for bite-sized business tips, served simply, without ambiguity, aimed at helping you boost your productivity and give you more time in life for the things that really matter. Each week we're talking motherhood, marriage and making it in business. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life. My name is Stacey Morgan and today's episode is brought to you by the Simply Business Summit, which is on sale now. We are heading to beautiful Burley Heads next June and I do hope you can join us. Three days of inspiration, education and rejuvenation for you and for your business. Take some time away from the family, from the kids, book it out in your calendar, get your team on board and take some time to work on your business instead of just in your business. I do hope you can join me. You can register now at simplystacymorgan.com. Well, today's episode is um, a little bit cl- too close to home. <laughs> it's a little bit too close to home, to be honest. I want to talk about uh, shoulding all over the place. Because often I find as women, as business owners, this is something that comes up all the time with my coaching clients. Um, there are so many things that we feel we should be doing whether that comes to our home life, our family life, our business life, the things that we are shoulding all the time are often those things that we lie awake at night thinking about. They're often those things that um, have, um, you know, the trickle on effect is that those, those imposter syndrome voices creep up. It's that stuff that makes us feel guilty, (laughs) those things that we should be doing. And so I really want you to have a think about this in the terms in terms of the context of your own life and the things that um, are creeping up for you, because I think there is a, a part of this things that we should be doing and, and the shouldness of it all that comes from stories that we're telling ourselves or perhaps stories that we have been told um, as we are growing up and without going, you know, too deep into a therapy session, I want you to really think about the kinds of stories around success that you have been telling yourself or that somebody has been telling you or many people have been telling you, perhaps society has been telling you what your success should look like in your family, in your business, in your life. I know for me, I turned 40 and I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I turned 40 and I had this unwanted, unrequested... (laughs) reckoning that came with turning 40 and it wasn't like I had a problem with the number and I wasn't like oh my goodness 40 oh I actually didn't care I was it was a great excuse for me to go to New York and I'll take any excuse to go to New York and so we went on a little holiday together Heath and I saw Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden like it didn't get any better than that but there was this like after that, there was this unwanted, like, what are you doing with your life? What what are the decisions that you've made? And I And in reflection and therapy, thinking back on most of the decisions that I had made in the first 40 years of my life were all, not all, most of them were based on things that I thought I should do, degrees that I thought I should study, um, connections that I thought I should make, jobs that I thought I should take. And it wasn't that I didn't want to do them. I'm not saying that I you know, got to 40 and completely regretted every decision that I'd ever made. So there was, you know, a couple of moments where I was like, hmm. It wasn't that at all. It was that I didn't really have 
a clear understanding or I hadn't really given myself the time and effort and energy to think about what I actually wanted. I had done a really good job at fitting the mold. I'd done a really good job at masking and and living up to everybody's expectations of me. I'd done a really good job of painting a version of success that society and that my parents and that um, my mentors growing up and the people around me saw as, you know, success. But when I turned 40, I started to think about, well, was is that actually what I want? Is that actually what I you know, want for myself. And if I've lived the last 40 years in this way, uh, how do I want to live the next 40 years of my life and hopefully 40 plus years to go? So it really gave me the opportunity to sit down and spend some time thinking. And I guess that's what I'm I'm talking about today in, in terms of yourself. Have you had that time to reflect? Are there things that you're doing in your world that you're doing just because you think you should be doing them? And if so, that's okay. Some of these things work out really well for us. They're good um, choices to make in terms of setting ourselves up financially, in terms of um, building beautiful relationships with people. Some of them are, are perfectly great. But if there are some things that you're doing that you think you should be doing just because you think you should be doing them, then I encourage you to reflect on that and decide whether or not that is something that you would like to continue doing moving forward or whether that's something that you can pass on for the next little while. And I'm going to use the example of social media because it's a it's an example that lots of people can relate to. And it's often one of the first things that comes up um, when I'm working with coaching clients when it comes to things that they think they should be doing in their business. So many small business owners that I work with, when I bring up the topic of social media or I talk about customer acquisition, they kind of hang their head and their, and their shoulders slump in and they start to feel shame. And I can see it on, on their body. And that's because they have a story that they're telling themselves about how much they should be turning up on social media and what they should be posting and how often they should be posting. And, you know, there's there's shooting all over the place here. And that causes them to feel shame. It causes them to feel guilt. It causes them to feel like they're not enough and they're not doing enough in their business. And I think this is a great example of things that we, we should be doing. Yes, the social media is great, um, especially if you're looking for new customers, especially if you're wanting to tell people about uh, your business, if you want some brand awareness, it's fantastic. We are lucky to have it as a tool at our disposal. But with it comes this whole set of um, you know rules and obligations that we, that we put on top of it as to how we should show up um, when it comes to social media. A lot of clients I work with really fear really getting into and really showing up on social media because they want to be perfect. They want it to look professional. They want everything to to, to be flawless. Um, they want that beautiful grid. And so when they can't get that and when that's not actually realistic in terms of their time, in terms of uh, their energy, in terms of their resources – they start to feel really bad about that. And I'm I'm not about that. <laughs> I'm not about that life at all. Um, not to say that I don't um, often talk to my clients about how, you know, about them turning up more on social media, but I'm just not about things having to happen just because you think they should. And I'm not about things having to be perfect and things having to be completely polished all of the time. I think people buy from people and there is a sense of realism that people are attracted to. They don't want to know the perfect version of you. They just want to know you and they will relate more to you as you are, not as you are 
curated to be or as your feed is curated to be. And so that is a really big should that I think people are, are holding on to a lot when it comes to working in their business. And if I can, you know, think of that as just one example off the top of my head, I'm sure there are other examples that you're thinking about when it comes to your business, things that you are doing in your business because you think you should, even though you haven't actually tracked the return on the investment for that time and energy and money that you're putting in into that thing that you think you should be doing, um, even though you don't know whether it, it, it brings you any results. Um, an example I'll give you from my business is that, a lot of people in my industry, so who are working with children, will do shopping centre stands. So in the school holidays, they'll go to the shopping centre, they'll set up a stand with a pretty pull-up banner and a spin the wheel and, you know, staff will man that and um, talk to people as they're going past and, and enrol people. And in my business, that was always something that I thought we should do. We should do that. We should do that. And a couple of years ago, I was like, this is okay. We're going to do it, guys. Let's go. And my team was anything but enthusiastic about this. The thought of spending the day at the shopping center uh, costing people who are there to do their groceries, they were like, this sounds absolutely awful. Um, So they came and we were all there and we had our uniform on and smiles on our faces and we we did our best. Um, And we talked to lots of people and we, you know, we had great systems and processes in place in terms of capturing information, et cetera, et cetera. And we did it the following year. And again, everybody was like, (laughs) the energy wasn't great, but you know, we're show people. So we put on a smile and and we made it happen. And this year I said to everybody, okay, just picking the date for the shopping center day. And there's eye rolls across the table at the staff meeting. And I said, actually, if this is something that we, you know, feel like we should be doing, can, can I just like I talked to the marketing person, I said, can you give us an update on as to what the return was for last year? How many trials did we have and how many converted to customers? And it turns out the conversion rate was zero. And I was like, well, we're not going to do that this year. (laughs) And they were rejoicing (laughs) with joy that it wasn't happening. But you know, and I'm not saying that there isn't a correlation between, you know, energy exchange and that the, the results weren't the way they were for a reason. I'm very, I'm very aware of that. But it was just something that we would have kept doing because we thought we should, unless we had actually looked back and tracked those numbers. And tracking the numbers meant that we could make a decision about not doing it in the future and feel good about that decision. So I'm not going to feel guilty when it comes to January and I see everybody else out there with their with their shopping centre stalls, all my competitors, and I don't have one myself. Whereas the last, you know, 15 years, every time I've seen someone else's, I've gone, oh, I should be doing that. Oh, we should do that. Why aren't we doing that? Uh, and kicked myself about it and felt really bad about it. And I didn't need to because when we ended up doing it, there was no conversion anyway. So I'm sure there are better ways that we could do it. And there's, you know, um, there's tried and tested things that we could put into place that may give us a better return on our investment. But at the end of the day, that money, that time and that energy could be spent in better ways. And most importantly, it can be spent with me not feeling guilty as the business owner for not doing something I think I should be doing. So instead of I should be doing this and I should be doing that and you shooting all over the place, I want you to think about the decisions that you're making in your business. I want you to think about the decisions you're making in your life, about 
where where you're going from this point forward. And this is a great time of year to do that because as we head into the end of the year, of course, we're heading towards New Year's resolutions and New Year, new goals, all of those things. So I want you to really think consciously, am I making decisions based on things that I think I should be doing or is this actually something I want? Because I want for you a life full of things that you really want and things that you really desire and things that light you up and things that you really love, not just things that you think you should be doing because that's what a business owner does or that's what um, you know the books say that I should be doing that's not that's not a great way to live so no shooting all over the place everybody that's my message for for this week and we are going to be talking about guilt about shame about um, making decisions to live your very best life at the Simply Business Summit next year. And so if this is a topic that you want to dive into a little bit deeper, you want some, um, you want someone to hold your hand as you go through this process, then uh, myself and all the beautiful ladies that are joining us at the Simply Business Summit can help you along that journey. But you have to book now because this thing is going to sell out. It's just going to be glorious on the Gold Coast. I really do hope you can join us. It's happening in June next year. The Simply Business Summit, you can get your ticket now. Get the uh, Take advantage of the early bird price if you buy this week and uh, join us at the Simply Business Summit. It's going to be such a good time. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed it, if you are thinking about something that you have been shooting, that um, you can perhaps just cross off your to-do list altogether, how good would that feel? Let me know what it is. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with somebody. Please stick it on your Insta story. Take a screenshot, stick it on your Insta story and tag me. I'm at Simply Stacey Morgan on Instagram. Have the best week. Make decisions for you on things that you want to do, not things you think you should be doing. And I'll talk to you next week. How to Run a Successful Business and Still Have a Life is a Morgan Media original produced for the Morgan Media Network. Work with me one-on-one or in one of my many group coaching programs. It is possible to run a successful business and still have a life. You can find out more at simplystacymorgan.com. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 